Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Welcome to episode 29 of Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our 29th episode of Talk Direction. And this is our first episode that we've done in the new year. So now it's 2016, which is very exciting. Um, And we also wanted to mention that we just recorded a bonus episode. Uh, Did we record yesterday or two days ago? No, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. We're doing a lot of recording, guys. I know. But yeah, and it was sort of a get to know the hosts episode where we pretty much just talked about ourselves, which is kind of fun. (laughs) Um, But yeah, if you guys want to know more about us, go check that out. Um, But speaking of hosts, we have two guest hosts on this episode, which is very exciting. Um, There are longtime listeners, Sarah and Johanna. Johanna. Um, So yeah, say hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Yeah, so... So I'm... I'm Johanna. And I'm Sarah. Yeah, this is super exciting. Um, we just, Kara and I, a while ago, how many weeks ago was it? What? That we thought about um, bringing guests onto this, like, listener guests. Um, I feel like it was kind of a while ago. It was, like, months ago. Yeah. And we thought that it would be really cool, because Kara and I are only two people with two opinions, um, to have some of our listeners who've been listening. I mean, these guys have been here since pretty much the beginning of the podcast, which is really awesome. Um, over the break just to ask people on to record and we have a lot of different ideas for uh, different episodes that we want certain people to come on based on like the topic of the episode Um, so yeah we're going to be pulling this out multiple times over the the break so just like get ready for that and sit tight and look out for a dm if you're like you know a long time listener Um, but yeah so now it's new year's how were um, your two new year's girls Pretty boring, but good. Yeah, I mostly I sat around and put banana with my brother. <laughs> I was nice. watching New Year's Rockinese. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. waiting for One Direction. Me so. too. Yeah. Me too. We were watching it too, and like we missed part of it. Yeah, we almost I, we almost missed One Direction. I know it was like chopped up. But we almost missed their first performance because like the only reason we saw it was um, someone posted a picture on Twitter, and I was like, oh my god, One Direction's on! Like turn it on TV. Um, because I feel like we almost always miss it, like every yeah, single year. Well, it was year. so early. It was like at ten thirty. I was yeah. like, "This is so." Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So we're we did New Year's resolutions last week. But do you guys have any New Year's resolutions, or are you just kind of like no goals type of thing? <laughs> you know, I don't really have any resolutions. I mean, like save money for one D tours and mm, stuff in yeah. the future. But yep. that's about it. Pretty good. I feel I like I need don't to do, do that. I usually don't do resolutions, but I would say my goal is to kind of procrastinate less and yes. more on top of time. That's always a good goal. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so now we're going to move on to some intro questions we've put together, and Kara actually put these together, um, which are nice, to get to know our guest hosts a little bit more, both for us and for the people listening to this episode. Um, so our first question is, when or how did you each become a One Direction fan? And let's go to Sarah first so that people can clarify who's who. Okay, um, I've always been a fan of their music. I know that I listened to What Makes You Beautiful on the radio, and then I listened to their music on iTunes, and I was like, oh, I should buy their album. So I was like a casual listener for a really long time. But then just like 
it was around last year when their Christmas special came on TV. Mm. And then I watched that and then I got their albums for Christmas, Midnight Memories and Four. And then that was just like the beginning of the end. <laughs> yeah. I just got really into the fandom. So yeah. yeah. And Johan- Johanna, how about you? Um, I would say I like, I never disliked their music, but I never really like bought music because that involved like asking my parents to give me their credit card for iTunes. <laughs> so I, I just like never got super into it. And then, but I would watch like the music videos and stuff on YouTube. And then I would say, um, Sarah kind of got me into that was all me. Sarah kind of got me more into it because she burned me the discs of the albums because I was too cheap to buy them. And then <laughs> she also kind of like got me into the fandom until I finally made a Twitter account for myself. Nice. Yeah, I feel like that's like there's always like a friend or yeah, that drags something you drags you in, and then it's just that's what it is. Yeah. Um, okay, next question. How did you find our podcast? Because like we said, you guys were some of the first people who were like hitting us up on Twitter, listening and downloading episodes. So it's always interesting to know how that came about. I saw a blogged um, post on Tumblr, actually. And I was like, oh. well, I've never listened to a podcast before, but it's One Direction. So I feel like I could try it out. Mm-hmm. So then I just ended up listening to all, I think it was like five episodes in one night. I was like, wow, this is amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And then I pretty much just heard about it from from Sarah. (laughs) That's so cool. cool. It's so weird because we had a lot of like different ideas of how to get the word out there. And like Tumblr was one of them. Yeah. Um, But I feel like, what did we, what were like our original things that was Tumblr one of the biggest ones? Yeah. I feel like, because that's like a lot of One Direction fans like use it. So I feel like, yeah. And like five episodes in, that was like pretty. Because we released like four at once yeah in the beginning or like three in the beginning so that was like freaking like two weeks into it so that's cool um and then next question what are your top three all-time favorite one direction songs this is definitely a hard question i know (laughs) uh let's go to sarah first okay um i have never enough Mm -hmm. faces and girl almighty nice nice girl almighty you want me to explain or um yeah you can explain a bit go ahead Oh, okay. Um, well, never enough. Like, I just think it's so different from anything that One Direction has ever done. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. kind of never enough. And then Spaces, I don't know why, but that song is just, like, I love it so much. And I love the lyrics and the music and everything. And then Girl Almighty just has a great message. Yeah, yeah for sure. I know hearing Spaces live, I really, like, got into it a lot. I don't know. They played Spaces live? Yeah, I think so. At no. our show. Yeah, that was, I saw, yeah, I saw oh. that you posted the video the other day. Oh, I thought you meant at our show. I was like, I No, no, not that. at ours. Okay. Um, but seeing it online live. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and Johanna, how about you? So I think my favorites are um, Story of My Life, Girl Almighty, and um, Walking in the Wind. Nice. Uh, Story of My Life, definitely up there for me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and did you have any reasoning behind that, or is that just like... Um, Girl Almighty kind of the same. It's like a really good like mm-hmm. girl empowerment song. And then Story of My Life, I think it's just like the lyrics are really pretty and it has a lot of like personal weight to it. Mm-hmm. And kind of similar to Walking in the Wind. Yeah. Which we're going to be dissecting today, which is exciting. Spoiler. Spoiler, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, next question. Any least favorite One Direction songs? Um... What a feeling and fireproof. <gasps> what? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I just I cannot get into either. The truth I, comes out. I liked for a while, but now I'm back wow. to not liking wow. it. I feel like they both have the same vibe, so I feel like if you don't like one, you wouldn't like the other. So that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, fireproof like that's fireproof and what's the other one that sounds like fireproof on four to me do you know no <laughs> is it one of the bonus tracks I, no i don't know what's what are some of the songs on that one on, it's, on it's like a fireproof and is it like lyrically it sounds the same or musically i don't know i just see them interchangeably in my head okay not sure what it is <laughs> um, <laughs> i can't believe we like had such a we had such a very visceral i know because Kara, your favorite song is What a Feeling. That's okay. So. Different opinions. Oh, wait, that's um, Wait in the AM. Do I even have four on here? Wow, way to be ready. I'm sorry. No, I'm not okay. ready. Um, why don't we go to jo- um, Johanna? Johanna. What um, are your least favorite? So I would say also Fireproof. And then um, I'm not a big fan of Long Way Down. Oh, Me. So. <laughs> I like that one, though, so it's okay. I You don't like that one? No, I do. Oh, okay. No, this isn't even all of okay, them, Okay, look. Okay. God dang it. I know. I that's No, there's not even on there. Okay. okay. Well then let me look it up. Okay. Um so yeah, <laughs> these are very interesting because I feel like um wait, it was long way down and what was the first one? Uh fireproof also. Mm, that's so interesting. I feel like I haven't heard someone or two people who haven't liked fireproof. That's very interesting. Do you have like reasonings or just like the music? Ready to run. That's it. Fireproof and ready to run are that's very a, that's similar in my head. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Huh. I like ready to run because that always comes on first when I go running. Oh. <laughs> I feel oh like that God. would make me not like it. I'd be like, no, yeah. no. Like the running. classical conditioning. I yeah. used to have like um, Kanye's, one of Kanye's songs. I think it was like Good Morning as my like a ring, ringtone. Cause I was like, not my ringtone, my like alarm. alarm. And I thought it was like, oh, so cute. Like, you know, good morning for like when you wake up. But then like, I started to hate that song. Cause like, you know, like obviously waking up in the morning is probably the worst thing you could do. So <laughs> having that song just, yep. is scarred for me. All right. Next question. Favorite 1D tattoo. These are really eclectic, Kara. I appreciate it. I thought you were going to like drag me in. <laughs> Um, my favorite Wendy tattoo is Harry's anatomical. Is that the word? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Art. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that one. Nice. And I like um, Harry's swallows. Oh, yeah. Mm. Both very classic. Harry's tattoos are great. I know. If Harry ever covered up the swallows, I think I would, I don't know, pick it. You <laughs> <laughs> get what? really I mad. I picketing. Yes. <laughs> okay. Last question before we get into news. Favorite outfit or outfits that the boys have worn? Okay, I have Harry's fun suits just because, of course. Mm-hmm. And also his pink polka dot shirt that he wore at oh, Babbles. Yes. That was a beautiful moment. I know. And also, I'm um, not Harry. Caitlin's dog has a collar that's like pink and polka dotted, and it's like so cute because it looks exactly like Harry's shirt. And yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. And then I also have Niall's animal printed shirt on that he wore on the James Corden interview, the most recent one. Wait, oh, did yeah. that have horses on it or is that? Oh, no, that was the perfect music video one. Yeah. It just had a bunch of different animals yeah. on it mm. and it's just really cute. Yeah. Mm. Yep. It's good. So I have, I love all of Harry's suits, but I had specifically the one he wore to uh, the London Fashion Week party last year. It's like patterned and it, it looks kind of like gold from a distance, but it's like mm. green and orange yeah the geometric shape one yeah oh yeah, yeah that, that one's definitely one, my favorite that one's gorgeous ever. i also love the pinstripe one he wore a while ago to the british fashion oh Awards. yeah that yeah. one that was one of the first like weird suits he wore i feel oh, yeah and i feel like looking back on it it's really not that weird it's just like 
like yeah. stripes but like we were like oh my god yeah stripes <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay we are gonna move into news now um there's not much news that has happened but the biggest thing is one direction performing at new year's rockin eve with um it's like the ryan seacrest dick clark um new year's party thing hosting um and this was actually pre-recorded weeks ago so um, it wasn't live, and it was pre-recorded even before, like, X Factor. So it wasn't even the last performance the boys did together. Um, but they performed Drag Me Down, Perfect, and History. And I thought they did a pretty good job. I thought they looked good. Um, I think it's so funny that everyone there is wearing, like, New Year's Eve hats and, like, pretending like it's New Year's Eve, but really it's not. Um, did you have a favorite song, anyone? Um, I thought Drag Me Down was really good. Mm-hmm. I did too. with that. Yeah. yeah, I think Drag Me Down was definitely my favorite. I liked History, too. I think um, Perfect was okay. Like, mm-hmm. it's fun, but it's not... I'm just glad they didn't do Infinity, I feel like. Although, like, why would they do that at, like, something that's supposed to be a party? Yeah. Um. But, yeah. I love them ending with History all the time. Yeah. That's just such oh, a yeah. good jam. Yeah. Um, And I feel like this is the last type of, like, like live stuff we're getting... Or not live, but, like, song singing stuff <laughs> we're getting for a while. Um. Because unless, unless we have a history music video or that mysteriously filmed, uh, what's it called? Infinity, Infinity music video. But, like, there's been no talk about any I of know, that. but I feel like they have a tendency to just drop music videos out of the blue, which we've been, like, nervous about. We're like, are they going to mess up our recording schedule? Like, they need to, like, hold <laughs> off for a couple other like, <laughs> <more> weeks. <laughs> Honestly. Um, but, yeah. Th- so that's, like, a bit bittersweet i would say yeah um in terms of outfits for the performance how did you guys feel about liam's vest you included this question kara so why don't oh. you answer that Wait, one? i included this it? was did actually you? me I'm oh sorry. okay <laughs> I, mean, I just assumed no go like, ahead then, then you go ahead and talk about it sarah yeah. so han and i were kind of discussing this a little bit but i just i really don't like liam's vest that he was wearing and i had no problem with it i really liked it i would say it fit him kind of loose behind the arms it didn't fit quite right but i liked it sarah said she didn't like the color i think it was the lighting but... <laughs> we need to see it in like natural sunlight from like all different angles i didn't mind it i feel like he looked like a teacher like on his first day of school or like a single dad like trying to get out back on the town like on his first day and like he thinks it's like the you know like, he hasn't been in the style realm for a while so like he just thinks this vest is, like, the snappy way to go. I don't know. Like, that's, like, what I thought. I don't know. Good for him for, like, trying something new, I guess. Like, Yeah. I wonder if he has any say in, like, picking it out or if he just, like, puts it on what they give him, you know? I mean, if he didn't like it, I don't think he'd be, like, forced to put it on. True. But. Um, and then Harry had a cute little necktie, again, which was similar to the ones he wore at the AMAs. Uh, I think they're Gucci, and I just, I liked it. I thought it was cute. Yeah. I couldn't really tell what it was. Like, it looked like a flower, but then it was, like, all, like, weird. I don't know. Mm, great description. I know. <laughs> um, did you guys have any opinions on that? It was nice. Yeah, I, I liked, liked it. it. Mm-hmm. I think it was, it looked like a peony to me. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought it was, too, yeah. I don't know my flowers too well. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's, like, the red flowers. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then they had a little interview with Fergie, which we didn't get too much new information. They were just talking about the break. It was like a minute, 30 seconds or Wait, something. Was it on the show or is it on like line? I don't on, know. Like, I saw line. it online. But, oh, okay. Because um, I don't think it, I saw that. I, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's always interesting to be interviewed by another artist just because like even Fergie saying it, she's like, this is a question I used to get all the time mm. about like 
going on break or like coming back to her group or whatever because fergie has she done solo work yeah so she, i'm pretty sure yeah i think so like oh yeah duh like um that big song. girls don't yeah. cry glamorous <laughs> that one iconic. song um yeah so i don't know i thought that was interesting because then it's not like um like it's not like the press like looking for questions or like pressuring you it's like yeah i've been through this too um but i mean we didn't find out much new uh what did you guys think of the interview i mean i thought it was pretty like whatever no new information again so i mean i feel like they must have maybe like or she like sympathized with them and they might have liked that more than just like a rando interviewer Mm. but other than that yeah um and then next news story um niall was at the william hill darts championship in london (laughs) and no idea this was even a thing i didn't either it's just so random like i don't know what this is there's just some photos of him i don't think there's much to say about it but i feel like now he's appearing at more sports things i feel like this could be sports what What else would you classify i don't know i mean you know sportish um and there were other famous people i know jack whitehall who's a comedian was there so random Um, some other famous people but like how do you get an invite to like a dart championship i don't know and Mm -hmm. like the fact that he's like just like you know roaring and ready to go to this like clearly he was like really excited about it i don't know i guess it just like you want something to do and like get out of the house so he's like trying to be amped about this i'm sure he was actually like really amped about this dart championship thing <laughs> you know he used a little dart emoji in his um uh-huh. instagram post that was pretty cute probably the first time he used it first time anyone's ever used it yeah um wait what was i saying oh yeah over 1d break niall becomes like a world champion dart thrower oh my god i could see that because that's a very like pub sport if you yeah. will and I could see him. Maybe Actually, like, wait, super I think big in I remember him um, saying one time that, like, um, Irish pubs weren't allowed to have darts because they were, like, too dangerous. So, like, oh. people, like, would, like, um, hurt people with them when they were drunk. And, like, for bar fights, like, they weren't allowed to have darts. I just <laughs> remember terrifying. this, like, very distinctly. Um, maybe it was a pool table. I don't know. One something, like, dangerous, like, pub sport. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, So, yeah, there's not much to say about that, but interesting story. Um, And then the last thing we have for news is Zane tweeted for... He's tweeted 2016, once the new year happened, but then he also tweeted Z016, so, like, as in... play on. Yeah, play on two with a Z, so, like, 2016 is going to be Zane's year. So, I know Kara and I talked about, like, when we thought his new stuff was going to come out or if we saw it coming or if we're excited about it, what are your opinions on that? Are you excited? When do you think it's happening? You know? I guess I just, I don't think I'm going to like the kind of music that he's going to release. So I guess I'm not super excited, but Mm -hmm. I guess I'm curious to kind of see what he does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. I'm, I'm similar in that way in that, like, we didn't really get into the fandom until Zane had like already almost left. Yeah. So, like, it's not like I dislike Zane, but I have no, like, I'm not super invested in what Mm -hmm. he's going to do. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. Yeah. Do you think he'll be coming out with stuff soon or, like, based on just some of the rumors going around, I guess? I feel like it is going to be soon, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say probably a little later into the year, but yeah, pretty soon. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Definitely, he's confident about it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and also, it's interesting, because I know that they, like the fans were tweeting even before he tweeted that, or, like, trending. It was like, this will be Zayn's year 2016 or something, and then he tweeted that. So um, I saw something where Zendaya... Yeah, Zendaya. Also, Zendaya had also tweeted. No, she... But then she um, tweeted something else, because she... Um, was doing it on a pun, like not a pun, but like a play on her own name, and then she like tweeted like when you um, make a joke, but someone already did it. Like she was like I trying to be she original. Was dissing Zayn. No, she like wanted to do it about herself, oh, but then like she didn't realize that he had already done that. So okay. yeah, got it. All right, so that was news, sort of short and sweet. Yeah. Um. Now we're gonna be moving on to the main discussion this week, which is a walking in the wind. Um, song analysis. Um, so this is a bonus track on the album, and it's written by Julian Bonetta, John Ryan, Jamie Scott, and Harry Styles, of course. Um, and in the track-by-track track video that the boys released online, uh, Harry said that this song was inspired by Paul Simon's album, album Graceland, um, in the way that it's conversational and informal, um, and he compared it to spoken word poetry, which I definitely see. Um, And then Harry said, it's cool to be able to have influences that you've loved for so long. Um, Which, yeah, it's nice. It's always nice to hear the boys talk about the song and what it means to them and where they get their inspiration from. Yeah, I think that'd be so cool. Like, thinking about, like, the artists that you've loved for so long. And if I was, like, a singer, songwriter, like, taking inspiration from that would be, like, really, really cool. Mm -hmm. And, like, maybe, like, that person. I don't know if Paul Simon is still alive, but, like, if he heard it and, like, I don't know. Yeah. We've done our research, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we asked, when we were asking Sarah and Johanna to come on the episode, we asked them to pick, like, a top couple songs that they would want to um, talk about. And Walking in the Wind, I think, was your number one, right? Yeah. So why did you think that, why did you choose this song to discuss? What, like, drew you to it? I really like the lyrics, I think. Mm-hmm. And just, like, the lyrics with the music is just, it's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the same way. I really like the lyrics. And I also think that it, like, I can personally connect to it. And I also kind of, it almost gives me kind of, like, a tragic love story kind of vibe. Like, not, like, super tragic, like, everyone dies. But, like, <laughs> but, like, so you know, like, novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just kind of, like, it's, I, I can see, like, I can see where someone would maybe, like, have to like move across the country or something and they have to like end a relationship and then you know and it's just kind of like there was there was no reason to end that relationship other than that like that physical distance or something like that and it's so it's like really like heartbreaking Mm -hmm. yeah so there's like a lot of emotion in this song yeah there definitely is that's more than others i'd say yeah um so how about on first listen Kara? let's let's go to you okay what did you think on first listen of this song okay i remember it being like one of the last songs that i listened to because i like savored it over a couple days or like the album over a couple days and like um i listened to it and i feel like i wasn't like i was like a little bit underwhelmed at it like first listen i was like i like really enjoyed listening to it while i was listening to it but like once i stopped like i couldn't really like remember the tune or anything about it but then like it grew on me so much and now it's definitely like one of my favorites actually just like the lyrics and the music and it's honestly just like really beautiful I think and um I don't know it just definitely has become one of my favorites and I did not think that it was gonna happen I don't know why it's a bonus track but Mm -hmm. I mean and Johanna how about you what did you think on first listen I would say like I wasn't like super in love with it um 
I also think I like I didn't listen to the like the first listen through. We just kind of like listened real quick through all of them, and then I went back and looked at the lyrics. So I would say like the big thing for the song with me is the lyrics. So I didn't really like yeah. pay attention super closely to the lyrics the first time through, mm-hmm. and I was also really distracted because like. I felt like I knew the tune from somewhere. So that was all I was thinking about. I was just like, where is this from? But, but yeah, so it was like the first listen, I wasn't like super, like I didn't like remember it. Mm-hmm. And Sarah, how about you? Yeah, I definitely see that. I didn't really remember it either, just because especially after first listen, there's a lot other songs that are like stick out more in your mind. Mm-hmm. But definitely with the lyrics and everything, it's, like, it's become one of my favorite songs, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew when I first listened to it, I knew Harry wrote it, which, like, I'm always interested in his songwriting in particular. So I think I quite liked it, but I don't think I was, like, obsessed. It, and it was, it's not, like, a super, like, attention-grabbing song, yeah. you know? I feel like it's very understated. Yeah, it's an understated song. So I liked it, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, you know? Yeah. Um, were you going to say something? No. Okay. Next question. How does it fit with the rest of the album? Let's go to Sarah. Um, I guess, like, it's a lot. It's just really chill. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it kind of contrasts a lot with, like, Never Enough and Temporary Fix and stuff. But I think, like, it kind of has the same goodbye kind of nostalgic vibe yeah. that yeah. a lot of the album has. Mm-hmm. And Johanna, do you agree? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah, and I think that um, it's the whole like underlining like we're saying goodbye, but it's not the end. So it's like I feel like there's like so many different like layers to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, and then we have some fan reactions from Twitter, and these came in like right when people were first listening to the album, and we've saved them. Did you like go back and like scroll back all through Twitter to find? No, them? <laughs> no. Oh, I, I, like, that is some I wrote them down at the time. Oh, okay. Um, and there's a doc with them on it, but this one comes from at Phantoms Babe on Twitter, who said, um, "This song is like a warm hug of a song. Literally, see you later, but not goodbye. It made me cry, especially." Um, oh, it made me cry, especially the anytime you need me part. Um, my fave by far, 10 out of 10. Uh, which, yeah, I can definitely see how it's emotional. Um, I think especially if you connect with it personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at PHouse1964 or Patty on Twitter said, Okay, walking in the wind wrecks me almost as much as if I could fly. Um, which both of those were written by Harry. So thanks, Harry. I know, God. Thanks a lot. Like, his solo album is just going to be, I feel like, maybe Adele levels of heartbreak. Oh, my God. If Harry turns into, like, Adele... (laughs) (laughs) What if he, like, collabs with Adele? If he collabs with Adele, that'll be the brilliantest thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so now we're going to jump into the lyrical analysis of Walking in the Wind. And because there's four of us, this is going to be, like difficult to all you know put our opinions in and not make this like a 20-year podcast but we're gonna do our best um so walking in the wind as a title i feel like this title is like a good strong title it's a good length it's not it's not like a one-worded title like perfect and it's much more unique it's like walking in the wind you know yeah do you think what do you think um i think it's interesting because it's sort of like a story within itself um, and I feel like it's sort of like the most like abstract of the lyrics because it kind of does. I mean, like I know it like is walking in the wind, but like I feel like it probably means something deeper than that. And so it doesn't mean walking into a big like gust of I wind. I mean, but it could be a metaphorical gust of wind, you know? It could be. Yeah. What do you guys think? 
I definitely like it. I think that it fits the song really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think just like the title itself, kind of like just like you hear that title and you get kind of a vibe of what the song's going to be like. Yeah. It kind of it reflects the song really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So. Like you said, the sound of the song, we're going to go over like the musical stuff afterwards, but just at the beginning, as soon as I heard this, I also had that moment where I was like, what does this remind me of? And like, I sat there thinking, and I know on Twitter, Johanna and I were like tweeting back and forth, like, what is this? Like, (laughs) I don't know, having different ideas. And to me, the beginning of this sounds so much like the Rugrats theme song. And like, if you go and play the Rugrats theme song and then this one and go back and forth, it like pretty much the same thing in my head i was a little skeptical at first when you first said that but then like going back i'm like dang it it's definitely the rugrats theme song like remixed like um, it's like so chill and there's like some clapping it to me it's like they're like chilling on a hawaiian beach or something but also rugrats are there (laughs) johanna what did you think the song reminded you of um, so, like, the rise and fall in the music at the beginning really reminded me of uh, December 1963 by The Four Seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, it's, the song itself doesn't have really the same vibe, but, like, that, that um, like, melody at the beginning mm-hmm. is really similar to the beginning of, of December 1963. Mm-hmm. So, that's, that's what so it Interesting. Me. And who's that written by? Uh, the Four Seasons. Oh, yeah, Four Seasons. Okay. Um, yeah, so, I like the beginning. Um, doesn't start off with lyrics right away. There's just like a little pause. Yeah. Um, but then we go into the first verse, which is Harry. And he sings, A week ago, you said to me, Do you believe I'll never be too far? If you're lost, just look for me. You'll find me in the region of the summer stars. The fact that we can sit right here and say goodbye means we've already won. The necessity for apologies between you and me, baby, there is none. And I just got to say, Harry sounded so nice. I feel like that's always my comment at the beginning. I'm like, <laughs> yes! Like, whoever opened the song. <laughs> but wow, that just... Harry, good job. I know. Um, so let's just start breaking down the lines. Um, a week ago, you said to me, do you believe I'll never be too far? I mean, to me, this means... Like, when I think about, like, a week ago, that means, like, a week ago they were separating and saying goodbye, and they were, like, having a conversation, and then whoever the other person was, like, we're not going to be too far to never see each other, we're not going to not, like, talk anymore, right, or, like, like become so disconnected that we won't, like, have a friendship at least, you know? Mm-hmm. Is that what you thought, Kara? Um, I don't know. I'm just, like, I was too busy thinking about, like, why it said, like, um you said to me so i feel like this entire song could be like recounting like what someone else said or like at least this first verse is like is all talking about like what that person said but also i think it's like interesting that they said a week ago because then it's like recounting like the memory of it and not just like the actual like instance of it Mm -hmm. and like if they say a week ago you said to me but then it sounds like they're talking to the person right then so it's like are you on the phone saying like listen like a week ago you said to me this and now we're like talking again and like rehashing maybe like make phone call or something happen and they're like what's going on or yeah. something i don't know what did you guys think of that line um i think the way i see it is kind of like maybe like they knew that um someone was gonna leave and kind of like a week ago they were like you know like oh we're still gonna be friends right and then like this is kind of like 
this first verse is kind of like when they're actually saying goodbye. That makes so much more like, sense. <laughs> so like they were, they were, you know, like we go, they were kind of like, we're still going to be friends, you know, like. Like they knew this was about to happen in a week. Yeah. Yeah. And then like now they're kind of like saying goodbye. Mm, that's yeah. so much better. Than oh yeah. Because then it says the fact that we can sit right here and say yeah. goodbye. <laughs> that, that does make a lot of sense. <laughs> Sarah, what did you think? I'm pretty much on the same page as Johanna. Yeah. Okay. So next line. If you're lost, just look for me. You'll find me in the region of the summer stars. And I feel like this is such a beautiful line. Yeah. Uh, this the is the imagery... line that, um, what's his face? Julian Bonetta's... Was it this one or was it the other one? <laughs> the one about the butterflies? Yeah. I feel like it was this one. I'm pretty sure it was this one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I thought about looking it up and then yeah. I was like, no, too much effort. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> pretend. But I, I do think it was this one, yeah. That this okay, so what we're saying is this is the line that Julian Bonetta, who's a songwriter on this song, his grandmother had a poetry diary that this line was taken out of. Yeah. Which is crazy. Which is so cool. Um, but I freaking love this line. Um, so if you're lost, just look for me. You'll find me in the region of the summer stars. For me, this reminded me of a lot of things. And like the the whole song took on like sort of two meanings Mm -hmm. the first is like the been in a relationship or like been in a really close friendship or something and having to separate from someone but the other one is like someone's dying yep yeah and yeah they're like like this is like them saying like their final goodbyes i guess Mm -hmm. um because this reminded me very much of like the seeing them in the summer stars like mufasa yes exactly yeah Um, so like so like either like the one on the one hand it's like you'll find me in the region of the summer stars maybe like this was like a summer romance and you're like looking back and you'll like remember the summer nights that we spent together looking at the stars or something like that or literally like look up to the stars and that'll remind me of you like when I'm gone or whatever did you guys think or like what was your interpretation of that I think it was just kind of like I took it to be kind of more of a like you look at the stars and kind of remember this person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and I think that's about that's about how I saw it too I also heard the like the summer romance kind of aspect of it and Mm -hmm. I don't know if that like resonates for you with like the rest of what I feel like the song is about, but I really like I do hear that when it says like the summer stars. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything to say, Karen? No. no. Okay. So then, um, the fact that we can sit right here and say goodbye means we've already won. Um, the necessities, the necessity for apologies between you and me, baby, there is none. Um, oh, I actually I had something else before okay. we get to that. The if you're lost. For me, what is if you're lost? You know, does that mean like mentally? I don't. I don't think it's like physically. If you're like stumbling around, don't know where to go. Like, like, Use the stars to guide you. It's like that North Star. Oh my God! This is about like the Three Kings. What? <laughs> this is like their Christmas song. Yeah. Like that they, This is yeah. actually the hitting Christmas song on the album. Um, no, but like if you're lost, like mentally, or like you're confused, or things get too overwhelming, like you can find me but it's not saying call me up on the phone it's like look up at the stars and like (laughs) have a little nice memory and that'll fix it yeah because that maybe it means like either the the death thing like they literally can't like call them or that they've decided that it's better for them not to be in contact anymore yeah um but so now moving on to the next lines yeah the fact that we can sit right here and say goodbye means we've already won um 
to me, this is very much like, you know, this is a mutual separation. Like we're sitting here saying goodbye. It's not like they're like throwing things or fighting or it's like we've already won. We've had this incredible relationship or experience or life together. And like it means we've already won because we're ending it on a good note, I guess. Is that what people thought? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, And then the necessity for apologies between you and me, baby, there is none. Again, I feel like that's pretty much the same thing. Like, there's no reason that we're apologizing. It's like, this is mutual. Like, we understand what this is. It's not like ending in a bad way. We had good times. We don't need to apologize. Yeah. And I also think that they, this like, they have like a deeper understanding that's like deeper than words, I guess. Mm -hmm. And like, they don't need to like communicate. They just kind of like understand each other and like, they just it's just like a mutual thing like what you were saying also i have a question how does everyone feel about the like the choice of the word baby just because i feel like if they used because like different parts of the song i feel like baby just doesn't really fit with the tone of the song and i wish that they used like a different pet name like i feel like darling would be really cute there or something like honey Mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like that's like my only thing is like if they used a different pet name like i think or, like, love. That would have been cute, too. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It might have, like, amped up the song. It's just, like, one tiny little, like, nitpicky thing. But I feel like, I don't know, made it would have made it seem, like, more, like, mature, I guess. I'm not sure. Yeah, I can definitely see that. When I think, like, the, the like, pet name, like, Baby kind of makes it seem more like it's a relationship. Where yeah. you could also kind of see this, you know, more as, like, a friendship yeah. or maybe, like, a family member. I mean, I call my sisters baby or babe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I just, like, I feel like maybe something like, like you said, darling, I think would have been Mm -hmm. a good one. Yeah. The darling really would be, like, very, I feel like darling would be such a nice word. I know. I just think that's, like, so cute. It is. Yeah. But then in the, like, in the, well, I guess we'll get to this. When they use, like, child, like, I just, yeah, it's confusing. We'll get there. Yeah. Don't jump ahead. ahead. I've got lots to say. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, then the other thing I want to say, I really like the syntax in this part. Same, yeah. Like, just oh, yeah. the way, it's not like, the ne- it's like the necessity for apologies between you and me. That's not how you'd actually yeah. say it. Like, that, it's not a, like a normal phrasing. Um, but I just, I don't know. I really like it. Yeah. I, I just like the way it sounds. Same. Um, okay, now moving on to Niall's part, which is the pre-chorus. Um, it is, we had some good times, didn't we? We had some good tricks up our sleeves. Goodbyes are bittersweet, but it's not the end. I'll see your face again. And this part starts with some aus, <laughs> um, which are nice. Did anyone have comments on the aus in particular? I like how it's like a more emotional version of wolves. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's exactly what it is because it's like the same like howling but it's like you know like an emotional howl if you will <laughs> it definitely you can feel the emotion yeah there. in that howl um did you guys have any thoughts on those <laughs> i liked them mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Good. i like all the little like sound effects that yeah. You can, yeah throughout the album oh yeah yes. sound um i really want to hear these live like i, I need because it is niall doing it right like it sounds yeah. like him to me i need I feel like niall's always the like man for the sound effects yeah I want them. Yeah. Um, So, again, we had some good times, didn't we? These are questions now. So definitely it seems like they're addressing the person, but also it's kind of like convincing yourself a bit or like Mm -hmm. reassuring yourself. Not convincing, but like like going over like the good times that you had. Um, 
the tricks to me what is tricks i was thinking about perfect thinking about messing up the hotel room or whatever like what is what did tricks mean to you kara oh i don't know um i guess just like yeah i actually don't really know (laughs) do you guys have any ideas (laughs) I actually, like, really took this to, like, is our friendship, actually, because we always are, like, when we were going to go see One Direction in concert, I remember we were just kind of standing around, like, wait, is this actually happening? Are we going to go see One Direction? Mm -hmm. And so, like, that's kind of the tricks that I took it to be as, because, like, now that we're separated from college, like, looking back at all of our tricks that we, like, got up to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, the, like, sort of adventures and, like, little fun things. Yeah. 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 Um, what did you guys think about these lines in general? Was there anything else anyone had to um, say? The last two lines, the but it's not the end, I'll see your face again. I actually kind of thought of this maybe as a tour thing. Like, mm. like that they're saying like, oh, it's not the end. We'll come back. We're going to be back touring. We're going to see all of your faces again. I feel like I never remember it to take it from like a fandom side, but that's so true. It works yeah. with that as well. It's, I feel like this is such like a prominent like motif throughout the album mm. is like, it, they're not very like subtle about the whole like pushing, like we're going to see you again. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I think it's so interesting. This is not the end. Yeah. But I feel like it's so cool that they did that and they like use it in like so many different ways. It's not like they're just talking to the fans each time. Like the fans could interpret it like that, but then like it's hidden away and it's all like these secret compartments and mm-hmm. stuff. And the goodbyes are bittersweet. I mean, sometimes goodbyes are good in terms of like the fandom thing, just like my uh, poem from <laughs> that episode yeah. before. Like there's there's going to be good things that come out of this break. Um, and like while it's sad, it's also a good thing. Yeah. And in terms of not fandom, like even if you're moving away from someone, there's like you're moving to a new adventure. Um, but like it's always hard to say goodbye, especially if you like you were in a relationship or like really close friendship, then it's difficult and like to me it seems like this is a goodbye where you're not necessarily going to talk every day Mm -hmm. you know you're not so like maybe not just a friendship I don't know yeah I can fit with everything yeah but then also the bitter like goodbyes are bittersweet I feel like this wouldn't fit with the whole like someone passing away because like that's not bittersweet (laughs) that's just freaking sad like yeah um But yeah, but then like, I'll see your face, but it's not the end. I'll see your face again. That made me really think about someone passing away Mm -hmm. because I was like, at first I thought this could be about relationship, but then like, I could definitely see it about being like, um, someone passing away and like seeing them again, like in the afterlife or like, you know, another life or something. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. I just think there's so many different interpretations and it's like so interesting. And that would make sense in the fact that they can't necessarily contact them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any thoughts on the end of that or no? Nope. I don't think so. All right. So then we move into the chorus, which is mostly Harry, but there's always harmonies going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you will find me. Yeah, you will find me in places we've never been for reasons we don't understand. Walking in the wind, walking in the wind. And now this part kicks in. It's more loud. It's a bit more upbeat. Um and again, I thought this was sort of reassuring the person. It's quite repetitive. Um, you know, you're going to find me, like, don't worry. Uh, and, and also for this, the places that we've never been, I feel like this is saying that they have traveled together. And it reminded me of, I think, Perfect, where they're talking about, like, driving at midnight and, like, exploring and the adventures they've gotten up to. Um, but now when they go on to their separate lives, they're 
going to see each other like when you like see someone that reminds you of someone or experience something where you're like oh that reminds me of that time I did that with so-and-so yeah um or, you know see a shirt that reminds you of Harry Styles <laughs> yeah <laughs> god it's gonna happen over the break yeah um but yeah so and then the the reasons we don't understand um I I had a point about like the we versus you so it's like you will find me in places that we've never been for reasons that neither of us understand. Mm. I don't really know if anyone had anything about that. I don't know how to explain it, but, like, did did anyone? That is really interesting. And then it's, like, because the first part is, like, you will find me. Yeah, you will find me. Like, so it's, but then, like, for reasons we don't understand, I guess it just, like, sort of, um, like, I was thinking you taking it, like, what you were taking, like, just, like, signs and, like, something that makes you think of a person or, like, a time or whatever. And, like, you you can't maybe it's like not like directly related but like Mm -hmm. you just like have that feeling or just like nostalgia like just like comes into Mm -hmm. your mind like and you don't really know why that's like the reason that's the way I took it is just like you don't really understand why it made you think of that person but it just kind of did um and I feel like I've had that definitely a lot of times where you just kind of like maybe like you smell some smell and you just like are taken back and like think of a person or a time Mm -hmm. um but, but you just like don't really know why but like it just kind of happens yeah and I think, like, the transition, like, he says you at first, and he's saying, like, you will find me, you know, like, you'll, you, you know, like, things will remind you of me. And I think maybe because it, tra- it transitions to saying, you know, like, in places that we've never been for reasons we don't understand, he's kind of, like, kind of saying that, like, I'm, you know, like, that's going to happen to me, too, kind mm-hmm. of. Like, I know I'm going to see you in things and, like, remember you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, And then... The walking in the wind part. Now, what I got, what what no, what it first reminded me of is back in New Moon when Bella starts seeing Edward when she does all those dangerous things, you know, and then she's seeing like, <laughs> Edward's face and like and it's like sort of like see-through and like like you walking in the wind. I don't know. That's what it reminded me of. We're oh like Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, anyone understand like, you know. But um yeah, walking in the wind also has that very much like someone died vibe like you always hear like you'll feel me like I'm the breeze in your hair like I'm the sunshine on your shoulders like even after I'm gone like is that a song I think it is okay that song always makes me cry and I always change the channel I mean change the radio station whenever it's on so I don't really know the full lyrics yeah but I definitely get that where like nature sort of like becomes the person's spirit or whatever yeah and like I feel like that my um people have told me that like um, I remember my mom said that, like, her best, when her best friend's dad passed away, like, there was, like, a fox that was, like, next to them in the graveyard and just, like, kind of chilling and being, like, really, like, docile and just, like, like, over his grave or something and they were, like, taking that as a sign, like, you know, um, and, like, those kind of things I feel like are pretty common and I feel like that's, um, I don't know where we're going with that. Just the interpretation of walking yeah. in the wind. Yeah, I don't know, walking in the wind, I feel like, I don't know. Um, I think it's kind of like an everyday experience that reminds you of the person, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Like, you're just outside, you're walking, and there's a breeze, and you just immediately think mm. of someone. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, anything else about this chorus part? Um, also, I feel like walking in the wind, like, when you're walking in the wind, it's, like, pretty hard. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can get blown back, and it's not, like, just an easy experience, mm-hmm. and it's, like, sometimes cold and, like, rough. Um, so, I don't know. It could It could also stand for, like um like having a rough time like dealing with it Mm -hmm. 
I would also say, like, you know, like, the choice of, like, wind, you know, like, as a kind of weather phenomenon, it's kind of, like, wind kind of, like, carries things mm. almost, you know, like, it can, like, carry objects and, like, smells and things like that, so it yeah. almost is kind of like the wind is carrying your emotions, like, mm. you can, like, feel it in the wind. Yeah, and, like, carrying seeds and, like, planting them, like, it's, oh, like, yeah. bringing new, I don't know, something about that, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, okay, next verse is Louie. Um, yesterday I went out to celebrate the birthday of a friend, but as we raised our glasses up to make a toast, I realized you were missing. And again, Louis just sounded really nice here. Um, what I first thought hearing this was like, this was very specific about like a birthday, a friend. It makes me feel like this actually happened. I know. Like whose birthday was it? Like, you know, whose were they at? Who were they missing? Um, and it makes it seem like it is written about a certain person. Um, don't know who, but... Yeah. I don't know. I like the specificity of it. That's what I said. It definitely sounds like a moment in time and you can like feel the sense of loss. Like, you know, I feel like everyone's probably had that moment where you just kind of like miss someone like really hard in that moment. Like they Mm might have passed away or they might just like not be in your life anymore. But like, I just feel like that's a very relatable, you know, hashtag relatable feeling. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think because it's such a specific moment, it's just like, because I think everyone has like someone passes away. Like, you know, you kind of, you carry, you know, like, it's hard, and you carry on with your life, and then there are just those, like, points where you're just, like, oh, my God, they're gone, you know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. like, you kind of forget about it, because, yeah. you know, like, when you're going about your life, you, like, you don't, like, go about your life thinking about, like, every single person every day, and then, yeah. like, sometimes you just remember, like, I'm never gonna see them again, Yeah, you know? Yeah, and then it just kind of hits you. Yeah, because, like, see, I took this as, like, first about the, like, this line specifically about the relationship. But now, like, thinking about it, like, being a, a person that passes away, it just, like, makes it so much, I don't know. It just brings mm-hmm. so much more depth to it and, like, makes it so much sadder, in my opinion. Yeah, because, like, I, I'm not until I dissected this lyrically yeah. did I think about it in a Same. term of death. I mm-hmm. always thought it in relationship. Yeah. Which is mm-hmm. just, like, I'm so happy, like, we're able to dissect and get so much, like, deeper meaning. Yeah. Because, like, this line, it's, like... As if they've all gone out with their friend group before, but now, and, like, that's something they always used to do, but now it's, like, they're not there anymore. Yeah. Like, we've done this, but you're not here. Yeah. Which just is, like, really sad. Yeah. Well, and, like, this this line always remi- reminds me of, um, I think, I saw, it was a BuzzFeed video I saw once, and one of the hosts was talking about, like, the, this wasn't, like, the point of the video, but he was talking about how when he moved out to California to work for BuzzFeed, he left his his girlfriend behind, and mm-hmm. they just, like, you know, they weren't in a relationship anymore. Um, and he started crying, and it had been, like, two years, and he started crying because it's just, like, it was really hard for him to leave her behind. And he mentioned, like, being at, like, a party, and, like, every once in a while he'll, like, be going out with friends and, like, realize she's not there, and he just started crying. So it always makes me think of that, too, mm-hmm. and just, like, like, he was so emotional about mm-hmm. it. yeah. Yeah, and it definitely seems like something that's out of their hands. Like you said, like someone moves away or like like a job gets in the way. It's not like a, all right, like we're going to be next door neighbors, but we're now never going to see each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely like yeah. there's something that's happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, next bit, Liam's part, which is the pre-chorus again. So this is the same thing that Niall sung near the beginning, but now it's Liam. So there's not too much of a difference lyrics-wise, or there isn't. Yeah. But how did uh, you Wait, guys... Wait, there's one lyric Oh, what change. is the lyric? It's, um, well, the first part is we had some good times, didn't we? And then we wore oh, our yeah. heart, hearts out on that. our sleeve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> we had some good times, didn't we? We wore our hearts out on our sleeve. Um, seeing as I didn't dissect this, Kara, I didn't dissect it either, but then I realized <laughs> that um, the only thing I have, like, 
that I just thought of was that I like how like Harry has that tattoo of the heart and it's like wearing his heart on his sleeve and I, f- I feel like he probably intentionally did that mm. um and I think that it's interesting that they chose two different things, like relating to sleeves, like the tricks up our sleeve and then wore our hearts out on our sleeve. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are two different, very different things. Like good, like some tricks up our sleeve, I feel like is like, you know, like more mischievous and like playful, but then like wearing our hearts out on our sleeve is like just like being open and like vulnerable. And I feel like those are two like very different things. Um, and I, th- I think that's pretty interesting that they chose to do that. And it could almost maybe show, like, a progression in the relationship. Like, when you were first in a relationship, maybe you, like, you go out and you do spontaneous things and, like, um, you know, kind of the tricks up our sleeve. And then, like, as you get closer and you get into this really close relationship, you know, you're really open with each other and you kind of have your heart on your sleeve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like and that. I also kind of thought of it as, like, having really good times but then really bad times at the same time with the more emotional Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it definitely seems like it's a deeper relationship than a song like Perfect or something. Or like it turns into a deeper relationship where it's like, I don't know, you're really upset for leaving them because you did love them, you know, in in whatever capacity it is. Um, And how about Liam versus Niall? Did you guys have a preference or think it like their different voices worked on this part differently or... I didn't really. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm... <laughs> no. Okay, then we have Harry doing the chorus again, and this is the same, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so that's pretty much the same. I don't think there's much to say about that. Then Harry does the bridge of the song, and it is, I know we'll be all right, child. Just close your eyes and see. I'll be by your side anytime you're needing me. Uh, and I just love the sound of this bridge, know, first of all. it's so beautiful. It's really, really beautiful. Um, and saying, we'll be all right, child, it's very, like, self-assuring. Like, we, again, that that will be all right. Um, but I feel like the tone definitely changes here with that word child. Yeah. Child is yeah. such a, like, that's, that's, a, that's a picked word, you know? Yeah. Like, that's not, I don't know, it's just very distinct. And, like, for me, this even sounds like he might be quoting a parent or something, saying, like, we're going to be... Or, like, a parent who said, we'll be all right, child. Just close your eyes, like, when you need me, when you're, like, feeling weak and you need someone. Like, I'll be there. I'll be in your heart forever. And, like, it definitely reminds me of, like, someone passing away. Because I don't think you call someone a child... You don't really call, like, a partner a child. Which is weird, because, like, you use baby and babe, but then child is just... <laughs> Child's yeah. very odd. Yeah. So, like, it seems yeah. like a very, like, parent thing to say. Or, like, grandparent. Because I heard there was rumors yeah. that um, this song might have been about Harry's grandmother who passed away recently. So I could definitely see this being, like, a grandmotherly thing to say, mm-hmm. which makes it... And it reminded me of, like, the story The Kissing Hand, where... Does anyone know that one? No? No. Well, it's about... It's a really beautiful story about raccoons. (laughs) What? No, no. It's, like, really (laughs) touching. Oh, my God. I've heard... I did a whole project on that elementary school. Yeah, okay. So, like, the raccoon... The baby raccoon's scared to go to school. Oh, and like go hang out at night in the tree and the mama raccoon's like okay i'm gonna kiss your palm and anytime like you're scared you can press your palm Aww. up to your cheek and and say mama loves me mama no. loves me stop this raccoon's Kira, Kira, Kira was actually cry. crying right now <laughs> i definitely did a project on that elementary school i loved that book that's so yeah funny. so like this is like it's like close your eyes and like i'm gonna be right there anytime you need me like child like whatever it yeah. is and i think it could be in part 
this song doesn't always, like Harry says in interviews, it doesn't have to be one, one thematic person. thing. Yeah. It could be this part is about a grandmother, this part is about a relationship, but it all sort of works together. It definitely does. Or like, you want to make it about a relationship because it's one direction and that's what songs have to be about or yeah. something. But like, <laughs> the meaning isn't actually built on that. Yeah, I could see this whole song just be about being about different kinds of loss. And I mm. think that like, um, oh, trying yeah. to pinpoint one maybe devalues the song in a way and i feel like it could all be all, all of our interpretations at once and i feel like that wouldn't it would yeah. just like you know build on it and make it even more impactful yeah and i think also with this part it's like it's they're not saying i'm going to arrive necessarily like it's saying close your eyes and i'll be there yeah not like not physically like call me up on the phone and i'll be there you know yeah what did you guys think of this part this is probably my favorite Harry solo from Made of the AM. Yeah. So I like I just I love it. And I definitely see like the not it's not a physical thing. Like it's just you kind of have to always hold this person in your heart and mm-hmm. that they're always going to be there no matter what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so good. I know. Have you seen that? Like, um, I think it was on Twitter. It was like the most beautiful bridges of all time. And it was like the San Francisco Bridge or like the Golden Gate Bridge and like that bridge in England. I don't know what it's called. I'm sorry, England. And then it's like this verse. And I'm just like, that's so true. Like, that is one of the most beautiful bridges of all time. Like, it is. It's so beautiful. I know. I just like want to know who wrote that. I know. Like, if we could ask. Like, yeah. I, why don't interviewers ask these questions honestly? we'd like whip out the like lyrics and be like who chose this yeah. word like who did this sentence like God. that's what we would do like, child just makes all the difference yeah it all really the does. difference God. yeah <laughs> um, okay then moving on to the chorus again it ends in the chorus with some extra walking in the winds thrown in yeah. there and you, and all of them are singing at this point yeah which is really cool that they're all like ending on this mm-hmm. and like the fact that it ends with a lot of walking in the winds just makes me feel like it's walking in the wind like sort of dissipating and like Mm, airy and i'm really not good at hand motion (laughs) describing things but what did you guys think of the end of this yeah i totally got the wind kind of wispy quality just kind of dissolving and that it's just Mm. kind of ending Mm -hmm. Karen, do you have anything no i agree all right so that's our lyrical analysis let's move on to the musical analysis. Now, I don't play an instrument, you don't play an instrument, but Johanna, you play an instrument, right? Yeah, I play the violin. Violin. So now we have someone, Sarah, do you play an instrument? I used to play the viola. Viola. Okay, well, we have some musically people. So do you guys want to sort of like talk about (laughs) like the instruments you use or like what influences you heard or something more musical education-y? than what we can give. <laughs> I have a twangy instrument, so I mean, that's <laughs> real I, I'm technical. pretty sure it's, it's like a guitar. It sounded like a classical guitar to me. But, um... Because that's, like, really, like, airy. So it sounded like a classical guitar. And then, like, you can just, like, hear the drums. And there's, yeah. there's like, a real, like, solid kind of, like, deep, like, beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did you... How did you guys like the music that was behind the lyrics? Did you think it meshed well with them or whatever? I definitely yeah yeah i think it's interesting to think of like the um i don't know it's very chill and very like plotty or whatever (laughs) um but like thinking about in a death way you wouldn't necessarily like combine i feel like it's more of a high-spirited music yeah so like it's interesting combining those but it is i feel like it's like a settle like the person settling in in their emotion it doesn't have to be like a 
terrible tragedy type yeah. thing. It's very like, um, kind of like coming to terms with it. Yeah, I, I definitely get that. And I think that like even the music just like fits with it because it's like it's sad, but there's like notes of hope in there. I think, mm-hmm. and I just think it's not just like just wallowing in your emotions. I feel like they're like kind of just. Um, like what you said, like coming to terms with it, and I think the music definitely reflects that. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else about the music that you guys had? I just think it's kind of like it's got like a really not necessarily repetitive but continuous tune. Mm-hmm. It just kind of like stays with the whole song, and I just think that fits really well with the wind and just kind of like yeah. carrying on with the wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very unlike end of the day that switches up all over the yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, then we briefly mentioned this earlier, the theme of nostalgia that we've talked about on the album as a whole, and I really think this song just fits perfectly with it, because it's, again, that sort of bittersweet goodbye, but it's not really ending, you'll find each other some way, but maybe not in the physical sense, but you'll, I don't know, be together one day. Kara, do you have anything to say? No, yeah, I definitely get that, and, like, what I was saying earlier about the, like, um, this is not the end that kind of like thing where it's like it's closing one chapter but it doesn't mean it has to be like closed forever I guess or like a new chapter will like open up I guess mm-hmm. and and even the, the the lyric this is not the end or it's not the end yeah. is a lyric in um, end of the day so it's like is you- it really end of the day end of the day oh, I mean history sorry. Oh, okay I was gonna say whoa like, that's <laughs> really I got end it. of the day on my mind yeah history so it's like the same lyric even um, or similar. So yeah. that's interesting. What do you guys think? I think, again, it's just kind of the, like, looking back. Like, those were... It was a good time, but, like, you have to move on now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yes, like, you know, like, maybe you're ending a relationship or someone passed away and it's, like, it's sad right now. But you also have to, like, think of that person fondly and, like... Yeah, you're going to you move had. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what we have to do over the one-day break. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's go over favorite lyrics. I don't know if we'll all have the same ones, but mine's, if you're lost, just look for me. You'll find me in the region of the summer stars off of this song. Yeah. Um, Sarah, what was yours? Um, I had three. Um, One was the summer stars one, Mm -hmm. and then I also have it's not the end. I'll see your face again, and then I know we'll be all right, child. Oh, that one just yeah, I know. so good. And Johanna, how about you? Um, my favorite was also the um, if you're lost, just look for me. You'll find me in the region of the summer stars. Mm-hmm. I bet that's like I think that's just a favorite lyric off like the entire album for yeah. so many people. Yeah, yeah. I oh, love yeah. how like um, that's that's mine too. But mm-hmm. I love how when they use like space imagery because I feel like mm-hmm. um, a lot of like the me, her, and the moon is like a lot of people's favorites too. And like this one, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, I'm. I have a small obsession with the moon. So like, yes, I, I, me the too. First time I heard "End of the Day," I was like walking out of my class, and I heard that line, and I was I gasped out loud. <laughs> yes. Like, the like Harry. <laughs> yeah. Anytime like nature is brought into songs, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next question: If you were to rate it out of ten. Oh, oh my god, I always really do this, and I then know. I always am, like, caught off guard. Okay. <laughs> okay, where should we start? Who wants to rate out of 10? What rating would you give this song? Maybe, like, as a 1D song, and then as a song, like, just in general? Or, I don't know, how do you how do you think? Um, how do mm. we just... Okay, just rate out of 10. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's too many variables. Okay, who wants to go first? 
I said a nine. Nine. Mm. And what what was your reasoning there? Um, I again, I just really like the lyrics, and I think it has such a great meaning that that's just like. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and what kept it from being a ten for you, or being higher? Um. I just feel like I never give anything a 10. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know, I'm holding out for that one yep. phenomenal song. That's yeah. Just... Is I... it... Never mind, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I, as, um, as a 1D song, I would definitely give it a 10 out of 10. I think it yeah. might be my favorite 1D song ever. Wow. Um, and then as a song in general, I think I would give it a 9. Just like, I think, uh, yeah, it's not like... I don't know. I, I'm just no song is perfect. I guess you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. Yeah, how about you, I, Kara? I could definitely see that. Um, I want to say I have to use my decimals again. Um, <laughs> maybe an eight point nine to a nine point two, <laughs> nine point one. <laughs> I'm like really specific. I just feel like like dissecting it now just makes it even go higher. I think for me, mm. um, and just like how it like grew over time. I feel like even though it's like really nice to like love a song on first listen but like even like growing into a song is like also really nice and like interpreting it and like feeling it out yeah you know mm-hmm. um i think oh man it's just like so good and like listening to these lyrics i feel like this is one of the most like lyrically um interesting and challenging songs they've ever put out so i think that like that definitely mm-hmm. um puts it up there yeah i would say like 9.5 ish maybe oh wow i know it's i really like it yeah i mean i just like you said like the imagery the lyrics i think harry's songs are always very lyrically strong and you just want to know yeah. which yeah. parts he actually wrote i know like <laughs> so, so good um but yeah i i don't know how to give songs tens yet but you know maybe 9.5 yeah um and then in terms of a single does anyone seeing this be a, like become a single or want? Like, do you think it would do well as a single? Do you think? I feel like it could because it gives me like story of my life type vibes, but then yeah. it's a bonus track, so you know it'll never be a single, which hurts my heart in so many different ways. But I feel like honestly, like if you like made someone listen to this, like if it's on the radio, I don't think people would be like, oh, like that's One Direction, like turn it off. I feel like they'd be like, oh, it's Rugrats. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> remix Rugrats like turn it up you know yeah. um but yeah I feel like it could do well man but like they'll never give it that chance and mm. whatever I'll be better for it about it I I think because it's a bonus track and just like it, obviously like it won't be single because it's a bonus track and also just people may not like hear it as easily you know so because I think it could be like really really popular but you have to kind of give it a few listens yeah you hear it so it's hard for like people who aren't fans to, like, really, you know, like, to, like, yeah. connect with it and hear it really quickly. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not sure it has radio playability, kind mm-hmm. of. Like, because at least, I feel like if I heard this, like, come on the radio, I feel like I would switch the channel. Yeah. Just because I'm like, oh, I need something more upbeat and, like, yeah. fun to listen to while I'm driving or something. Mm-hmm. Not- yeah. That's why I feel like Drag Me Down was, like, the perfect single ever. Like, yeah. it was so good. Like, immediately you knew the lyrics, like. Yeah. Um, okay, and then in terms of music video, I pictured this one as sort of like, I think it would be cool to have like a, like a, not a freeze frame, but like sort of someone walking down a road and like the sun setting and the stars eventually come out. And it's like, but it's like, as they're like, I don't know, as they're singing, like the, it's like going to nighttime and stars are coming. Yeah. Um, and... 
but like they're just walking normally it's not like sped up or whatever yeah i don't know what i'm trying to say but something like naturey and starry yeah and definitely stars like wind involved. or like nature i don't know yeah <laughs> did you have so ideas? like the adele like hello music video where yes. it's like all windy and like there's exactly. leaves blowing everywhere sure um yeah i definitely i feel like i have to think about this more but the only thing that's coming to mind is like um stars and i feel like this like i know they've like mentioned the summer stars thing but i feel like for me it's like a fall type of song i don't know why those are the vibes i get from it um but so maybe like some like fall leaves um in there some trees that's literally that's not a good concept for a music video just some stars and some leaves but um yeah that's all i have to work with so Mm -hmm. yeah I definitely pictured the meadow from Twilight, like yes. Edward and Bella's meadow, and yeah. so like just some people laying in the grass and like staring up at the stars. Mm-hmm. Oh man! That was... And I I really like that idea you had, like someone walking down the street and maybe like things are kind of blowing in the wind and mm-hmm. like you see things pass by that like maybe like reflect memories for oh, people kind cool. of like in the wind. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That would be cool. Too bad we can't make it. I know. All right, so our next segment is going to be 1D as, and this is where we take each of the boys and say, if 1D were a fruit, which would each boy be? And we asked um, Sarah and Johanna to come up with some 1D as for us, and we're doing this week 1D as Disney movies and 1D as Harry Potter characters, which I'm very excited about. So let's start with Disney movies. Um, and we're going to go in the order that I have here, which oh. starts <laughs> with Niall. So what did everyone... Let's go in a circle. So Sarah, we're going to go to you first. What did you have for Niall as a Disney movie? I have Big Hero 6 because I, I just it. see him as like Baymax and just like, let me give you a hug and a um, lollipop and it'll like be all better. I need and, to see that. Like it yeah. looks so cute. But I know it's really sad. I know. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that to myself. I know. <laughs> okay. I had um I had Aladdin just because I think like Aladdin kind of remind like he's just kind of like super like fun fun loving kind oh, of yeah. you know and like a free spirit which yeah. I kind of associate with Nile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could definitely see that. What did you have, Kara? Um, I had Tangled. Um, I don't know if that's a Disney movie, but I'm just going to pretend it is. Okay, cool. Um, I just, I guess I didn't really have many reasons for this. Maybe just the blonde hair slash, I feel like the, her her name's Rapunzel, right? The blonde hair that turns to brown hair, which Niall might do. Oh, yeah, that's why I chose it. No, I'm kidding. Um, but I feel like she is just like fun and like funny and like, you know, she mm-hmm. is just, I feel like I get Nile, or like Nile vibes from Tangled, so. Um, I went, again, don't know how Disney this is. I know it's DreamWorks. Is DreamWorks Disney? I tried to look this up. No? They're not, but close to that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it starts with a D. I thought they were associated. Oh, whatever. I did Shrek. Um and that's because it's like a silly funny movie and but it has a lot of heart which i think niall has i don't know yeah i could see that um so i don't know how many of mine are DreamWorks. sorry guys (laughs) (laughs) Um, i thought like do i go classic disney and do like that's what i was trying to do but then it was like hard yeah so Okay. okay next one is liam sarah what did you have for liam i had the aristocats Oh. Just I feel like it's just like this really cute classic movie that like you can't go wrong with the Aristocats. Yeah. So that's just 
Yep, I definitely see that. I literally made my mom watch that every single day on VCR. <laughs> I loved that movie when I was a kid. Like, oh man. It was a good one. It really was. Um, I have The Lion King for Liam. Oh. Just because, like, Simba kind of reminds me of Liam, I guess. <laughs> like, I just feel like, like, young Simba is kind of like the, Liam's, like, playful, like, fun side when he's, like, messing around with Louie and, like, yeah. having water fights. And then, like, but Liam's also, like, you know, kind of, like, he'll take the lead role in, like, interviews if there's, like, a, you know, kind of a hard mm. topic oh, to yeah. talk about and things like that. And Simba's also kind of, like, the leader of the pride and things like that. That's so good. Mm. Kara, what did you have? Uh, Liam was really hard for me. Um, oh, this doesn't even count, but I know Disney now owns them. Owns them, but um, so I just put Star Wars, the, the newest Star Wars. That's literally the only thing I could think because I went through all the Disney princesses and I was like, none of these fit. Like I don't know. I'm not gonna Star Wars. The other, the other Disney princess. Like Ray is a light in princess in my eyes. So um, I don't know. It's just like action packed. You know, has a lot of heart. Um, so that's my reasoning. That's literally the only one I could think of. So, yeah. Okay. Mine, similar to your choice, don't know if it's Disney, um, The Incredibles, because it's like, you know, that action-y, um, yeah. like, I don't know. I love The Incredibles, oh, and I man. can't wait for the second one. It's coming out, right? It better be good. I'm so I nervous. I know. I've been waiting all my life for that. <laughs> but, like, Liam is sort of, like wanting to like save the world and yeah i could definitely see because he like remember when he saved his friend from that fire that one time so yeah. he basically is a superhero Pretty like you much. know um yeah so let's go to louie sarah what did you have for louie i had a peter pan because mm-hmm. it's like all about never growing up and i just think louie is a kid at heart and mm-hmm. that's very true yeah. um i had robin hood one, because Sarah was talking to me and she half convinced me that he's Peter Pan. And they, they wear similar outfits. Because <laughs> Louis very charitable and he's always oh. like... Oh, uh, yeah. So true. Less fortunate. These are so good. Like, mm-hmm. I feel so self-conscious about mine. Mine are so, like, <laughs> Mine aren't even Disney level. movies. <laughs> Versus, <laughs> yeah, thank God they're here to, like... Yep. Yeah. Um, I had... Ja- oh, no. Aladdin and more specifically Jasmine. I feel like out of all the Disney princesses, like... Louis is the most Jasmine because like she like is not afraid to speak her mind and she mm-hmm. will stand up for herself and like I don't know I love her and I feel like Louis is her so mm. yeah <laughs> um, I had I had two for Louis I had Peter Pan um, also because I think he like has his he leads the crew of boys and in many ways oh. I think Louis like keeps all the boys in check or like likes to like order like Liam around and make him do funny things and I yeah. think like Peter is very like sort of cheeky like that and like keeps his boys in like line or whatever the lost boys or one direction oh Aww. my god that's so cute <laughs> um and then I also had how to train your dragon which oh, yes. don't know if that's Disney I, I really <laughs> honestly that's such a good movie though like I love it yeah because I feel like like Louis would ride dragons definitely a dragon would definitely I feel like he could like handle it out of any yeah. of them yeah. <laughs> All right, Harry. Um, last but not least, Sarah, what did you have for Harry? I have Tarzan. Oh, mm-hmm. these are so good. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really hard time picking for Harry, but um, I had kind of like Alice in Wonderland because I just feel like his clothes sometimes. Yeah, be, like, and he's like quirky like that. Yeah, and I also had the Little Mermaid because mm. Harry's a mermaid. Very um, true. <laughs> Just confirmed. Confirmed. Kara, what did you have? 
Um, I feel like this might be a little controversial as far as Disney movies can go. Um, but I feel like he's Cinderella, but like the newer version, even though I haven't seen that There's version. There's a newer version? Yeah, it's like the live You version. have to go watch so it. It's good. so good. Okay, so good. good. I, I'm glad that like this is a good one to say because I've heard like I've seen like um, like graphics from it and like the whole like concept is like have courage and be kind. And I feel like that's Harry's like you know like mantra for his life is have courage and be kind and i think i don't know i just see cinderella just being like a really i don't know i think she's like understated in like how she's brave in a lot of ways um and harry would make friends with mice obviously. yeah and definitely like sing with birds are you kidding me like definitely mm-hmm. he would make like little outfits for them so is that the cinderella that the tr- old trailer was like just a shoe a glass slipper like turning yeah that was yeah. the initial teaser trailer okay i remember that came out and got really excited but then i guess i didn't follow through we should watch it sometime <laughs> we should um for harry i had the little mermaid because of his mermaidness and snow white because of i definitely could see him like making friends with a whole bunch of dwarves and, like, singing in the forest and, yeah. 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 Um, I did a bonus one. I know we're not supposed to do Zane, or, like, we <laughs> decided not to do Zane, but, like, I did both of, like, him for both of them, and I put him as the Little Mermaid just because I feel like um, Ariel was, like, looking for something more and just, like, wanted to be a part of a different world, and I feel like that kind Ooh. of, like, mirrors Zane's, like, wanting to be part of something else mm-hmm. other than One Direction, so... That's why I put it there. Wow. Getting deep here. Um, did you guys have anything for Zane or did you? No. 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 All right. Yeah. Good. <laughs> uh, all right. Moving on to Harry Potter characters. I know Harry Potter a lot better than I do Disney. So um, I know these are all actual characters. <laughs> um, let's go the other way. Should I start this time then? Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going to start with Niall. For Niall, I had Lee Jordan. Um for those who don't know, he does the Quidditch commentary on the matches at Hogwarts. And then I believe he goes on to do um, commentary on professional Quidditch matches. Um, but I feel like Lee Jordan was always very cheeky and silly, but like loved having fun. Um, and just like, was like a really like happy spirit in the books. So yeah. Kara, mm, do you disagree? Like, no, I feel like that's so <laughs> perfect. And I like literally just kind of like put some random stuff down because I, wow. I don't know i know i like, Way to be like, a good potter fan Karen. i know i'm sorry um i need to reread them so i can like whip out all these like yeah. really intricate things but okay i put niall as neville and i don't really know why i just feel like he's kind of like i don't know you see niall and you think he's like just little like this little like baby sort of <laughs> like you know like i feel like everyone always like thinks he's like the youngest one but you have to be like reminded that he's not mm-hmm. and i feel like he's like understated but then like you know he has his like i don't know he mm-hmm. has some bravery inside of him um i he don't killed know. nagini I, that one time yeah i mean <laughs> um i love neville so much and i love niall so much i guess that's like, my only reasoning wow. like caitlin has this, like really elaborate like reasoning i'm just like i love neville and i love niall so yeah good yeah um, so I said that Niall was, like, a Cedric Diggory, mm. because he's, like, a real, like, people person, and, like, he's super popular and everyone wants to be around him. Yeah. But he also, like, he loves sports, like, Cedric Diggory was, like, yeah. a big footage star, and mm-hmm. he's, like, he, but he's also, like, really smart, too, and, like, well-respected. Mm. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Kara, I was kind of more like you, because I couldn't find one for Niall, so I was like, I really like Hermione, so yes. I'm like, make Niall Hermione. <laughs> like, I think that Niall is smart, and so, yeah. like, 
I feel like Niall is like Hermione like in secret because I feel like he's a lot smarter than he mm. lets on. So, yeah. Yep. Um, okay, Liam. I had Ron Weasley for Liam because I feel like he's not always like the brain of the operation. Like he's not like the planner and like the one who like, I don't know, is thinking about things through in, in an organization-y way. But like he definitely has heart and like yeah. he wants to do his best and like fight for good and like he'll go along with everyone and he's sort of like sometimes like this like the muscle behind it a bit like similar to Ron. Yeah, I don't know. That makes sense. I like sense. that a lot. Yeah. I love Ron. I Me just too. love Harry Potter. Um, I had Cedric Diggory actually for Liam just because I feel like um, he is like I don't know. He's like a good spokesperson for like One Direction and he kind of like just knows how to like interact with people i guess and just like you know be charming and um i don't know that's why i chose that mm-hmm. one um i i had um Ginny for liam because i just feel like i feel like he kind of like started his journey a lot earlier than them like he auditioned for the x factor a little bit earlier so he's just kind of like started building he he was always kind of like a natural talent with his voice you know like mm-hmm. all the other guys are incredible singers but i feel like they kind of had to like work on their voices a little mm-hmm. bit more when they first got on the X Factor. And I feel like Ginny is also kind of like, she's like super naturally talented, like mm-hmm. really good at everything. Like, you know, like not like in Hermione's aspect, but like she's really powerful. Um, and also just like, they're kind of like, they're both really family oriented and kind of like brave people. Yeah. So that's. Something. Yeah. And I think Ginny was also like thrown into it at a very young age, like thrown into the war and stuff. And, like, yeah. Liam, like you said, auditioned for X Factor earlier and sort of got a taste of that, like, mm-hmm. before the other boys did. And, like, same with Ginny. Yeah. I had, um, well, I'm just going to do these two together. I had Fred and George as Liam and Louie just mm. because of, like, all their water fights and just, mm-hmm. like, antics on stage. And yeah, so definitely. Just, like, to have a good time and mess with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely could see that. Yeah. Um, so then for me, for Louis, I had James Potter. Um, I thought, because Louis, I feel like, would definitely be into sports. So, like, James was a chaser, I think, in Quidditch. Um, and again, he's very, like, cheeky. I know James, a lot when he was younger, was actually quite mean to um, Snape and stuff. But I think he wasn't trying to necessarily be mean. And he actually has a big heart and really wants to, like, protect the people he loves. But he is very much like wants to pull pranks and do all that, and I think that's very Louis as well. Yeah, I feel like he James sort of bullied Snape, but like Snape was a jerk. I yeah, and I mean, I know like Louis wasn't great with Liam at first. That's like, true. That's true. I feel like Louis was pretty probably yeah teasing. Liam's him not and... a Snape though, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it me? Yeah, we're on Liam. No, Louis. Yeah. Okay, I had George, and then I had Zane as Fred, just because I feel like they were like the the original. <gasps> I know. I know. <laughs> oh I know the original like jokesters, and then like mm. um, wait spoilers. Oh yeah, spoilers for Harry Potter. Like Fred's death, sort of symbol, like is a symbolic way of Zane leaving, and like. I feel like this is too real. I know yeah. it's so real, but like I just felt it was like too it like like mirrored each other mm, really well. That is so painful. I know. Wow. God. I know. Reliving Fred and Zane leaving all yeah. at once. <laughs> <laughs> so I I had um George for Louis um as well, and I think I mostly because like because he's got his kind of like playful side and he's kind of a jokester. 
and also because he's kind of like they're like Fred and George are like older than like kind of you know like the main characters yeah. of Harry Potter so like Louis's a little older than the other guys and he's kind of like um you know kind of like the you know, hanging with like the younger guys and also yeah. just um like George and Fred like leave school early mm-hmm. and I think Louis kind of like knows like where he's going and like what he kind of wants to do with all the producing and things like mm-hmm. that Ooh. so I think that's like a good connection that's so good yeah I like that yeah yeah and then I had Louis as like the other yeah right oh yeah oh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> sorry um okay <laughs> lastly Harry um I had many for Harry so I'm just gonna go we all always over do all. this I yeah know. I have two too well Harry just he's a very special person so he gets a lot of attention yeah um so firstly I had Hermione because it reminded me of Hermione when she was really into spew which was the organization <laughs> to help the house elves and I definitely could see Harry like knitting house elves hats and like trying to set them free and I feel like Harry would be like a really smart like witch or something like I could see him like getting like really into it and just knowing all this stuff um but also I see him as Luna because like she's loopy and totally in her own world and like a little bit kooky and off and sometimes I feel like Harry's just very like I don't know, very, he stands out in, like, a loopy way, obviously, to, to, like, everyone else, um, and then also a bit Mr. Weasley, because, (laughs) (laughs) because of his fascination in muggle things, like, I feel like Harry could definitely be, like, a Mr. Weasley, where it's, like, you're sitting there going, okay, like, this is, like, a fan or something, and he's, like, oh, my God, what are all these parts, or... I love Mr. Fan Weasley. was, like, not a great word to choose. Oh, this ha, is ha. a fan. <laughs> it didn't really help picture it, but, like, something easy. I don't know. Yeah. What did you have for Harry, Kara? Um, I, my first initial instinct, I've literally, actually, I do have some reasoning, but, like, the first thing that popped into my head was Hagrid. Ooh. Um, I just feel like he's so lovable, and he has so much mm-hmm. love to give, and um, I just, like, can imagine Harry, like, getting along with like the like the creatures that people don't tend to like or just like Mm -hmm. the misfits of the i don't know of the creature world and just like loving them so much like unconditionally and just like having all these like weird mystical pets i could definitely see him being that type but then also i had luna lovegood just because like you said like he's a lot of times like in in his own world and like you kind of don't know like where he's coming from and just like Mm -hmm. some of the stories he tells you're just like literally what are you saying but like i love it so yeah Mm -hmm. I had, um, I also had Hermione, um, because I just think she really, like, loves learning and, like, appreciates, like, the importance of, like, learning new things, and I think Harry's kind of the same way as, like, he had mentioned maybe going back to university at some point, and, like, he, you know, like, he always wants to kind of, like, learn new things, and I think he really appreciates that, and also they just both have curly brown hair. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Um, I had Harry as Luna, obviously, just because of the quirky mm-hmm. and just the questionable fashion choices. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even think about that. I wish he like wore those little like glasses. I don't remember what they're called to see. I think what are those called? Um, Nargles. Yeah, the Nargles. Yeah, I think those are called. Yeah, this was probably some of my favorite one Diaz because I, I freaking love Harry Potter and yeah. rehashing it is always the best. I know. Um, so now we're coming into the close of the episode. Let's do recommendations now. Okay. Um, Johanna, let's start with you. Do you have a recommendation for the people this week? Um, I don't really. I had thought about, I don't, I'll just check in. I thought about just recommending Sarah's blog. You can do that. Yeah? Okay. (laughs) Thanks, Uh, Johanna. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of one D related. (laughs) 
Hey, we've recommended it. We know, yeah. you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, so I'm going to recommend Sarah's blog, which is the thecottoncandyunicorn.com, because um, she does fun, like, fashion analysis and also, like, Music Jam Mondays, which yeah. usually include a One Direction song or two, mm-hmm. and also, you know, other really awesome music. So thank you, Johanna. <laughs> we were going to have you talk about your blog actually later in the episode. Do you want to plug it twice? Do know? we want to plug it twice? Okay, we'll plug Why it twice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I actually have two recommendations. Um, one is to go check out Single by Sunday. They're a Scottish boy band. And they've kind of like, since One Direction, like you're on a break, they've kind of just been filling this little teeny tiny hole in my heart. Direction <laughs> left. Ooh, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. What's their music like? It's kind of five seconds of summary. Mm-hmm. Like, it's more rock than One Direction. Yeah. But... Cool. That is cool. And then uh, my oh, yeah, one... yeah. I'm Go sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my second one is a master list of 3,282 One Direction videos. Oh, that I found. my gosh. <laughs> and you can go through them, like, in time order, so you can just get the full One Direction spectrum. Wow. That, the, whoever put that together, like applause to them yeah seriously we'll put the link of this up on we'll probably link it on our twitter and also on our show notes on our tumblr so make sure to go check that out um that's awesome that is cool so my recommendation of the week couldn't really think of anything so (laughs) i'm just gonna go with just when you're (laughs) listening to a one direction song go and read the lyrics and like try to separate yourself from your original interpretation of it and think of all the other ways you could be interpreting the song. Because like I said, this song, I always thought about it in a relationship wise. And it wasn't until yeah. I actually sat down with the lyrics and like realized it very much was also about like someone passing away. Yeah. And I think like now I have so much more, like the song has so much more depth and like meaning to me. So like just definitely go and do that. Yeah, I know. Now I'm going to have like a hard time not like tearing up in public while I listen to the <laughs> song. And I didn't think it was going to be that type of song. Um, okay, so my, um, what's it called, recommendation is a Zane Charity Drive raffle that started today. And it has a bunch of like um, One Direction and Zane stuff, um, like a bunch of fan art stuff um, in the raffle. And you donate $5.00. And then you get entered into it. And I think it's, um, it's I think it's a spinoff or like a part of 1D Fans Give. Um, so they always do incredible things. And um, so, you know, like, you know, you donate $5, but you get entered into like winning this incredible prize slash like you donate to charity. So that's always a cool thing to check out. And 1D Fans Give are always awesome. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay, then Tweet of the Week. Um, let's start with Johanna. Did you have a Tweet of the Week this week? Um, not really. I you are slacking. <laughs> I okay. I'll I'll say um, Harry, Harry's mom on um, on Twitter because Harry kind of like slacked off because he usually oh, does yeah. like the it's yeah mm-hmm. your tweet and he first of all it took him forever and second of all he forgot the it's so his mom did it right <laughs> so um the I don't know like so it's like mama twist or the ann cox that it's she, she tweeted it's 2016 nice <laughs> okay my tweet of the week is from felicity or at fizz 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 who's louie's younger sister and she tweeted that was quick with a couple little emojis and then she had two pictures 
One was of like this dessert turnover thing, and then another four minutes later of just an empty plate. <laughs> and I just completely relate to that because mm-hmm. I'm a quick eater, and like if there's a good dessert, it's mm-hmm. not gonna last for long. Yes, yeah. and I think she was like in Paris, like so you know it's like delicious. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my tweet of the week was Harry's Happy New Year's tweets, <laughs> um, which he first tweeted Happy New Year, all the love, H. And then later on, he tweeted 2016, which, like we said, was not the it's 2016. I know. I like he's done every year. And now he screws it up. I know. I think he like he did this like later on when people were complaining about it. And like he still messed up. And then I think he did it on purpose. Just be like a little annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I think I could definitely see Harry doing that. Um, my tweet of the week is from Zane. And it was um, in a reply to at akai underscore anyway who is a fan artist um and zane said i love you so much your drawings make me happy smiley face and then the nerd emoji and i just feel like no matter like what you know like your feelings about zane are i feel like the fact that he like goes and like looks at fan art and like supports them and just like interacts with them i think that's like a really really awesome thing and i don't think any of the other boys in one direction really do that as mm-hmm. much um i know zane i mean not zane liam sometimes favorites tweets and stuff but um like Zane always like has it on his as his Instagram no not Instagram his like Twitter icon like he has her drawing of him as a Jedi from Star Wars like as his Twitter icon which I thought was really awesome and I just like feel like I don't know that must have made her life like mm-hmm. yeah I've been yeah. following them for a really long time yeah. and it's just so cool to see when stuff like that happens yeah. when the boys recognize stuff like that yeah all right question of the week this week I have a couple because I have lots of questions um, what is your favorite lyric from the song? Although I feel like there's not going to be that much of a difference between people. But if you have a weird favorite lyric from Walking in the Wind, let us know. And then also, how do you interpret the song? Do you see it more as a romance thing, a friendship thing, or, you know, a grandmother who's passed away or a, someone who's passed away or whatever? It's like, who's it written about or to? Because mm-hmm. um, I think there's many interpretations and I wouldn't put it past us to have missed like another complete interpretation yeah. of the song. Like I feel like your sister's going to listen to it and like have like five other yeah. interpretations. <laughs> um, so yeah, let us know. Uh, and then also just general feedback and suggestions for the shows, any of your opinions um, on anything we discussed or like suggestions of what you guys want us to see us talk about um, over the break um, would be great because there's lots of weeks to come. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for listening to episode 29 of talk direction make sure to go follow us on twitter at talk underscore direction email us at talkdirection at gmail.com visit our tumblr talkdirection.tumblr.com or visit our instagram talk direction and you can also follow us individually on twitter i'm caitlin ir foster and that's c-a-i-t-l-i-n and kara where can they find you i'm kara underscore pond and kara is with a c and then Sarah, where can they find you if you would like to give your information and talk more about the blog that Johanna oh, sure. talked about? <laughs> um, my personal Twitter is at Sarah underscore Marie underscore 67. And then you can find my blog at the underscore CC underscore unicorn on Twitter too. And what like anything you want to say about your blog to draw people in or you know why did you start it or what do you like about Um, it I just kind of started it just because I've always like I've loved fashion and just it's kind of weird because it's kind of evolved into just me talking about random stuff sometimes (laughs) 
which is kind of cool. So it's kind of like like a little journal for me. And mm-hmm. I just like, yeah. Very cool. And Johanna, do you have any social media you want to plug? Sure. So my um, Twitter is Johanna underscore Elise underscore. So it's J-O-H-A-N-N-A underscore Elise, E-L-I-S-E underscore. Awesome. And we'll have these people, um, these people, (laughs) we'll have these Twitters linked on our Twitter as well so that you guys can find them because they're pretty cool. I think this has been so much fun having you guys on. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We were quite nervous going into it, and like we were like, okay, like we have to be cool. Yeah, like, we have to be the host. We have to, like, <laughs> we have we to, have to host this thing. <laughs> like, um, yeah, this has been awesome. So, if any listeners like, let us know and give them like applause or what is it accolades <laughs> for being so awesome and some just clap emojis. Yeah, on clap, clap emojis. Um, because this has gone so smoothly, and I feel like it. Like you guys like worked right in there with us. So yeah. that's been really good. Um, also, you guys can go over and rate and review us and subscribe on iTunes. We're Talk Direction. Um, and if you subscribe, you'll get every episode as soon as it comes out. And that's especially important for the bonus episodes that we're putting out every two weeks because um, those don't have a specific day they come out. Um, and you can also go follow us on SoundCloud if that is more your style. Um, but I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. Oh, and I'm Sarah. I'm Johanna. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time for episode 30. Bye!